It's Hump Day on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Glad you are here. We've got a lot of great stuff going on around here. A lot more action here than in the sky today. Let me tell you about just a couple of things you might be interested in. Number one, the Endless Sky audiobook is out for sale iTunes and Audible.com. It is Steve Forrest's collection of 73, plus a closing, plus an introduction, stories that he has written over the last 20 years. And it is an astrological jewel. I am telling you, just get it. And it's great as an audiobook because the chapters typically are about 20 to 30 minutes long. And there are a few shorter and a few longer, but that's kind of the average is 20, 25, 30 minutes. And boy, you can just put one on and go, and they are all standalone. So like you could be chapter 15 one minute and chapter 63 the next. I loved doing that book. Also, I would point you over to my other podcast, Subconscious Mind Mastery. I released yesterday some interviews with Fred Dodson, the author that I've done 30 books, over 30, 32, something like that, audio books for. And we talked in the van live in person together about his leaving New Zealand because of what became unacceptable conditions for him and how he got out and got to America. It's an incredible story, and Fred is obviously changed in his perspective and his work from this uh, experience that took place over the last six or eight months. So the two-part interview there already released, ready to go, Uh, on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. And by the way, if you have not listened to any of those audiobooks, Lives of the Soul will help clue you into astrology like nothing else. And then Levels of Energy just gives you an understanding of how everything works. So I just real quick would point you to those. Then the other thing is I was on live with Amanda on Astrology Hub yesterday afternoon. So that is also now posted on their podcasts, which are everywhere, and on the website astrologyhub.com. Now, let's look at the sky. We have a void, of course, moon that starts at 2.38 p.m. Eastern Time and will run until 10.08 p.m. So you've got a seven and a half hour void, of course, moon for the second half of the afternoon, at least in Eastern Time Zone, and up in and into the evening. At 10.08, we will have a Gemini moon. And that brings us to a great opportunity for a listener question. I am sorry, Jill, that this took so long to get to. It just got caught in a stack of busy astrology. December was so busy. But she asks a really good question about houses. Hey, Thomas. This is Jill calling from Seattle, Washington. My question is about the houses. When I study my natal chart, all of my houses are blocked out at different sizes. And some of my houses represent multiple signs within them. If I'm to look at that to understand if, say, for example, my 11th house is in both Gemini and Taurus, how can I interpret that in my chart? Thanks so much. Love your podcast. Okay, so what Jill is talking about, I think a lot of you are probably familiar with this, but This is one of the very first questions I think that anybody who sits down with an astrology chart would look at is why all this, you know, the crazy formations here? Why is this one so thin and this one so thick, etc.? And what we're talking about are how we cut the sky up. We have several sections on this in the 101 course. Basically, here's the dilemma. 
how do you take the infinite sky and wrap it down onto a doily, <laughs> put it on a little tiny circle? Something's going to give, right? Well, what the ancients did is they came up with the whole sign system where they basically just took each sign and gave it 30 degrees. So the houses there are symmetric. They're all equal. What the house system that Jill is describing is most likely Placidus. It's one of the time-based systems that was developed in the, well, really people credit it back to Ptolemy, but then the monk Placidus de Titus in the 1600s developed this system because now they had the function of time. So they could time the point between when the sun comes up and when it hits its highest point in the sky. And then they kind of wrap the chart around that. Both have their issues. Like the Placidus chart, if you're above 66 degrees latitudes, north or south, you can't cast a chart. It breaks. Reason is because there's no sunrise and no sunset. <laughs> Houston, we got a problem here. Well, so the question now begs which one is right. And here's what's crazy. And this is the amazing thing about astrology is they all work. You can get great information from a whole sign chart, and you can get great information from a Placidus chart. Now, she was saying, when it straddles the signs, how do you read that? You just read it into both. You read it into both areas. So if you have, for example, Gemini in your third and your fourth houses, then you bring the seasoning of Gemini into both of those areas of your life. And I'll tell you, this is crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but I've seen this work time and time again in readings, is if you have a planet that is in one house in whole sign and another house, it jumps houses in Placidus, you can look at both and see how that has more directly applied to your life. Chances are it will be one of the two that is more prominent. But then as you expand out, you can even start to look at that planet in that new position or in that different position and get some interpretation from it there. So it really is truly amazing how the whole thing works. And that's where one day I just stopped and said, you know what, it's us, it's we humans who put these lines here. It's not God. It's not source. It's not infinity. It's us. So don't put God in a box, in other words. Jill, again, I apologize for taking so long to get to that, but it's a great question and something that we need to brush the dust off periodically as we think about expanding our horizons into other areas of astrology. Expand your house systems, too. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you back tomorrow. Check out Astrology Hub, and we're doing their weekly weather forecast next week, which will be released on Monday. So a lot going on around the fun astrology sprinter van, now officially named... Lord Jupiter. <laughs> See you tomorrow.